Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Season 6, Episode 7 of the Pet Photographers Club podcast. Very happy to have you listening to us today. We have a member spotlight interview, so Kirsty and I sat down and chatted to Jennifer Zapica from With Love and Oats. She's one of our members and she has just the most incredible Instagram feed. So we did we really want to dive into that and then just in general hear all about how she transitioned from photographing her dog oats which is where the name comes from to building her successful photography business so this is another one of our video episodes if you are a member you might have caught us chatting live in the member zone or you can watch the replay so just head over to the member zone it's season six episode seven and you can watch the video version of this episode i do recommend doing that just because you can see you know examples of jennifer's work up on the screen which i think is always nice when the photographers are talking about their work If you want to check out the show notes from this episode, we'll have all the links to Jennifer's, you know, bits and bobs. And it's just at thepetphotographersclub.com forward slash podcast forward slash 0607 for season six, episode seven. All right, that's enough of me chatting to you. Let's dive into the interview. Ooh, I rhymed. Okay, guys, have a good day. Bye. Um, so I've been doing photography since I was in high school. I actually started with film in the dark room back in the good old days. Um, and then I kind of didn't do much with photography for a few years until I got a puppy and I had just kind of like a pretty basic digital camera and I just wanted to take pictures of her. So when I got her, I just got really back into photography and wanted to take pictures of her all the time. So that's kind of how I started photographing pets. Um, And then I was working at a local pet store for a few years. um, And I was doing all their marketing and events. So I ended up sort of just taking pictures of my dog and the store dogs and um, customers dogs like for our marketing. So people just started asking me to photograph their pets. And um, that store actually ended up closing. So I figured that what better time to launch my own business than right then. So the with love and oats name, just so oats is the name of my dog and her full name is honey bunches of oats. So that's where that comes from. (laughs) Cute. Oh, it's such a nice story. I think that we actually hear quite often, isn't it? Like Katie was the same. um, She was already a photographer and then started um, focusing on pets when she got Lyra. So I think it's really great that, you know, there's always the passion first and then the push to come into business like you have. So I guess that was quite daunting for you. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I spent quite a bit of time like prepping for my business. So I actually mm-hmm. had like four or five months where I wasn't working at all or even seeing clients after the business closed where I just, I, I'm like an over-preparer, so I had to have my packet and my contracts and my studio management software and everything was completely all set up before I ever saw my first client. So how did you know like where to find all of these things, what it is that you should be doing? Um, Did you join some groups? Like how did that all come about? So I did join a lot of groups, um, but I think my biggest thing actually was 
kind of got me started on the right foot, which was nice. I Before I ever started my business, I attended a local photography conference here where I live. And it's just for wedding and portrait photographers. So I kind of had to be like the awkward reach out and say, hey, I'm not even a photographer yet. And I want to do pet photography, but I'd really love to come to this conference. And of course, they welcomed me with open arms. And I was the only pet photographer there. (laughs) Actually, I think there was one other person that did some pet photography. Um, But it, I mean, it it doesn't have to be pet photography related. I just got a lot of really good insights out of that networking and that group and that conference because I learned all the basics of running a business and the client experience and in-person sales, which I don't think I would have ever known otherwise. So I kind of had a good starting point from there. That was, I guess, two and a half years ago or something, was it now? Yeah. So it was, um, I actually went to that conference in 2017 and then I started my business technically that winter, like that fall. Um, but I didn't see my first client until the following spring. So in between all of that, you did a road trip with your dog. Is that right? (laughs) Which was crazy. Um, yeah, it was my, it was the fall of 2018. I went and we drove cross country all over the U.S. and up to Canada, which was awesome. So I kind of took about a month and a half off from the business to just travel. So that was I a figured, personal experience, not business yeah. related at all? No. no. No, I did do, I actually did do a commercial shoot when I was out there, but I did it for free to portfolio build for a company. It was actually not pet related at all. It was a wine company. I just um, did that with them to kind of build up my commercial portfolio a little bit, which is something that I is on the back burner right now, but is a goal eventually. Your Instagram page was, had you started that before you started bringing clients on? Yes, I, I had that going just, it was a personal page for a long time. I think like most of us. And then, um, I kind of made it more focused on just oats for a while. People Mm -hmm. really liked that. They responded well to it. I feel like I was following you years ago and I thought I thought for a long time that you didn't shoot clients, but now I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense because you were. Um, and, yeah, and your Instagram stories with oats and everything is really engaging. So this was a difficult transition to be like, now I, now I can do this with your dog. I actually didn't use Instagram a whole lot to market in the beginning because I had worked for the pet store. Um, And so my first like year and a half of business, pretty much all of my clients came from there. So they sort of knew me personally or knew of my work from the store. Um, So for a long time, I was just posting oats on my Instagram. And I actually found that anytime I would post a dog that wasn't oats, people didn't respond to it. I had kind of a weird weird thing with Instagram where I was finally like, I have to show people that I photograph other dogs. Mm -hmm. Even if they don't like the photos as much, I still need to have other dogs in my feed. I'm looking through your feed now. It's still a lot of oats. A lot of oats. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, you mentioned a lot of people knew you from the store and you were doing the photos there. So how did it, how did the conversation um, go when, you know, people started inquiring about having photo shoots with you as your business? And I'm assuming you have a different pricing structure to the photos in the store. Yeah. So when I was in the store, I didn't actually photograph animals for money. I was doing, I was portfolio building sort of. When it first started, I was just photographing my dog. And then we had a couple dogs of um, 
like the store dogs, basically. So it was other employees dogs. So I would photograph them for marketing reasons only. So people just happened to start commenting on my marketing images. And then I ended up doing some sessions for friends and customers of the store to build up my portfolio. So that's, I, I did all that, no charge. So when I started my business, that was the first time, you know, I ever charged anybody before that it was just portfolio building basically, but I had enough at that point to at least show a, a you know, a variety in my images besides just oats. I, I love the way that you've got your website set up. Guys, if you <laughs> if you're a member and you're watching the video right now, I'll be oh, wait, here. Yeah, there I am. Um, I'll have a look through the website. Um, if you're watching this on iTunes, but you are a member, you can jump back into the group if you want to watch the video version of this episode. But yeah, um, if you want to just like talk us through what, what the experience is from planning to printing um, with Love and Oats, then we can sort of get an idea of how clients go working with you. I It's a pretty involved client experience. I do spend a lot of time on and with each client. So it starts with their initial inquiry. And then I always do an initial phone call to kind of learn about them and their dog and what they're looking for talk them through my process a little bit. Um, and then I do, if they decide to book, you know, I have a whole um, contract questionnaire, they do the payment right then. Um, and then they get a welcome packet, which is, um, I think really awesome. Like they get a whole, basically a booklet with the information about what to expect from the experience. Right. I get a little guide um, with tips about the session. And I have two of those. I have one for studio and one for outdoor. So they're a little different. Um, and then uh, after that, we have a pre-consult, which I usually do on the phone because I've just found that it's a little bit easier. Sometimes I have clients that aren't super close. Um, mm -hmm. And then I have my session. And then we do a viewing appointment. So I do an in-person viewing session and ordering session. And then I do a delivery of their artwork. Um, so I hand deliver that to them after. Are you doing the sales appointments at your place or are you doing that at their house? I usually go to my clients' homes. So mm -hmm. I do studio work, but it's a rented space. So I don't have a, you know, it's not my specific studio. So I usually go to my clients' homes, which I have found works pretty well because they're comfortable there. Their dogs mm -hmm. are there. So it's kind of a nice interaction again that I get with their, their pets. Um, so it's been working well so far. I mean, I'd love to have a studio space of my own someday, but for right now, this is working pretty well. I'm super nosy. Do you happen to have any of the welcome packets like on hand that you could show us what they sure. So first, this is the folder everything goes in. It has my logo on it. And the first item that goes in is the experience guide. This is a 16 page booklet that I designed that goes over what to expect from your session and your viewing appointment. Um, different artwork ideas, different collections we can create on your walls of your dog's artwork, all kinds of good stuff. Um, it also, each one of these gets um, an eight and a half by 11 sheet of white paper. If you can see this page of the booklet, um, it's really cool because if you take this piece of paper, put it on your wall, take a photo of it, um, send it to me, I will pre-design um, artwork designs that are to scale for your specific wall. Um, and you can see what they'll look like in different rooms of your house, which is really fun. 
So that goes in each one. So everybody already has that. Each packet gets a session guide. Um, I actually have two different session guides. So this one is for outdoor sessions. This one is for studio sessions. These are brand new, so just got these in. Um, the outdoor session ones, um, you know, just have all kinds of tips on what to do before your session, day of the session, frequently asked questions. Uh, the studio ones are a little bit similar, but studio is, um, you know, has some different frequently asked questions and that type of thing. So there's two of these. So each one gets a session guide and then a little packet of cookies, of course, which she wants, she loves these. The ones that I use for all my client welcome packets are these little canine granola apple hearts. I like these because they're very limited ingredient. So if a dog has an allergy, most of the time, they're not gonna be allergic to what's in these. It's basically applesauce, oatmeal, a couple other things. Very simple, they smell delicious, Oatsy loves them. Um, and then the last thing is just a little appointment card. This has the appointment date and time on it. Each packet gets one of those. And then that's it. That is your client welcome packet. It took me a very long time. And this was one of the things that I had to have done before I started my business, which was mm -hmm. took forever. Um, and people kept telling me, like, just start. Don't don't wait until that's done. And I was like, no, I have to have this ready because I want my clients to have this when mm -hmm. they book me. So are you mailing that out to them when they book a session? Yeah. Yep. Um, I mail that. I always put some dog treats in the packet. It's. I try to make it, you know, seem like a very high end experience because that's mm -hmm. what it is. It's. I think it all starts with that, and I think them receiving that packet really starts us off on the right foot too. I do go over pricing with them in the initial call, um, but then this has just like all the detailed pricing. So it has um, each print, and you know what the pricing is for each print, each piece of wall art different albums. So that way they know before we have our viewing session, kind of a really good idea of what they're, what's in their budget, what they're thinking. Um, but I do find it's always interesting. I think people always go into it with a certain goal mm -hmm. and they usually end up buying either something different or something more. So mm -hmm. I do think that's interesting. That's probably a reflection of your beautiful images that you're creating. Oh. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Do you find that you end up predominantly doing wall art versus albums or is it like a mix for you? I actually think albums have become my best selling item. Mm -hmm. um, I do quite a bit of wall art, but I, I don't, I don't know if it's because I love the albums the most, right? We sell what we love the best. Um, mm -hmm. But I just think the albums are great because they tell the whole story and you get such a good variety of expressions and images and family photos versus just the dog and the photos. Um, mm -hmm. So I think, I think because I love them, I do tend to sell a lot of albums, but I, the wall art is also very popular and I do quite a few, I do quite a bit of wall collection. So it's like one, one big piece and then a couple smaller pieces. Cause I think too, that also helps sort of tell the story of, mm -hmm. you know, of their dog and the, the different relationships in the family and stuff. So. Yeah, absolutely. about the perfect place for us to wrap up part one of this interview talk 
about organized. I love that Jennifer had completely set up her business from prices to client guides, from studio management system before she had even opened her door. And that walkthrough of her welcome packet, my goodness guys, I know you just listened to the audio, but it is well worth watching the video. We'll put a link to the IGTV video that she created in the show notes. If you want to check that out, you can go over to thepetphotographersclub.com forward slash podcast forward slash 0607. So we're going to continue our conversation now with Jennifer for the second half of this podcast. So if you are a member, you can listen to that in the member zone or you can watch the video version. We really want to chat to Jennifer about her limited edition sessions. So she runs these really successfully and she has a few different tips for us on how to do these. She's also got this passion project that she's currently doing called With Love and Dogs. And it's all these messages of positivity and love and acceptance. So it's this really beautiful project. But Jennifer's managed to do it in a way with the these upgrades which she's going to chat about in the second half of this episode but she's managed to do it in a way where it can still be profitable for her even though it's a passion project so if you are interested in learning more about this limited edition sessions passion projects you know stretching your creative muscles beyond just the client sessions I highly recommend you go ahead and listen to this full extended episode. It is a really interesting one and Jennifer just has so many little tips and strategies. Um, If you're not a member yet, we'd love to have you. It's only $10 a month and you get all sorts of member perks and bonuses. And if you are a member and you're doing your own personal project, we would love to hear from you. It is so, so cool to see all the brilliant work that our members from around the world are doing. That's what the club is all about, really connecting all these brilliant pet photographers from all the corners of the globe. So I hope you enjoyed this interview with Jennifer Zapica from With Love and Oats. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for coming on. It was totally fascinating. And yeah, let's let's dive into the part two of this episode and learn about those limited edition sessions. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.